favorite podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and I'm with Geo of Geo's Typos, who is our neighborhood poet. How are you this morning? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Of course. So I have to start off with this question because it's very important. Are you a September Libra or an October Libra? So my Libra is a moon, mm-hmm. and I'm a Virgo, uh, so I'm a Virgo baby. You're a Virgo so baby. September 6th. Nice. So yeah, so my Libra ends up in my moon sign. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I feel like you depict more of the Libra energy, though. Um, I don't know. Maybe I do. I, I think that there's probably a bunch of qualities. A lot of my uh, signs, a lot of my planets kind of hover in mm-hmm. like four or five spaces mm-hmm. so they sit on top of each other oh nice yeah so it's a very my everything's a very conjunct you'd probably be very interesting for like someone who could like really read that really well uh i am uh quite addicted to birth chart readings so uh, yeah no same here i'm not good at reading them sometimes just a bunch of lines and i'm like i don't know where any of you are but i'm trying to get better i just like anyone reading my birth chart i don't who they are as long as they've done it for a little while I'll I'll pay for them to do it because I don't know everyone's got like kind of a different like view Mm -hmm. on what the charts mean so yeah if I had advice it would be birth chart readings birth chart readings man I should get into that yeah I should I I think I think you would do well I have enough books at home about astrology and birth charts to where I probably could I I'd be your first client. I should just... I'm going to start doing it. And okay. then we'll come back in like six months and we're, we're going to do your birth chart. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull myself to that. All right. But getting back to the nitty gritty, I like to kind of think of you as our neighborhood poet. You know, some places have a neighborhood Spider-Man and you are just <laughs> our neighborhood poet. But how did the idea come for your Instagram page? Because you were telling us earlier you've been doing this kind of for like three years. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of went a little bit back. And it looks like your Instagram page has only been going since like what 2020 2019 oh so actually um i moved Mm -hmm. from i so it started in i did this like three years ago and i moved to georgia about for about six seven eight months and i deleted everything because i was in the middle i thought i was going to stay out there and i was kind of in the middle of nowhere and i wasn't really sure where geostypos was going to go um, and in Blue Ridge, Georgia, there just wasn't a lot of like room for, I felt, for like typewriter poetry at the time. So I deleted it and then it kind of, and then it, and then it just left. And then I started it back when I realized I was moving to St. Pete. Um, but the idea of Geo's typos came, um, when I started, I actually had a friend who was like, you should just name it Geo's typos. And I was like, that's it. Like, it just rang really well, and I'm not, like, um, what's the word? Like, I didn't, like, go to school and study, you know, literature or, or anything like that, so a lot of my stuff ends up having typos in it, uh, so it, it's kind of more of, like, I'm, like, more of the people's poet, like I like to say, like, I'm, like, the, I'm the, like, the poet for the plumbers out there, you know, I'm like, I'm more of, like, down in the dirt with people. Well, I like how, like, when you post you know like pictures of your poems and there's stuff scratched out and i kind of like seeing where you've scratched stuff out or marked stuff out because it does feel a little bit more um there is like this weird connection whereas like when we look at poetry it's so perfect and pristine and there's no typos and so these people are kind of in a sense elevated and it's it's kind of nice to see those typos because then I feel like there's more of a connection between poet and who you're exchanging that poem with. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's like the idea of just like automatic writing. It's like, it's, it's not, it's like, you know, kind of like life is not perfect. So why should, I don't know, why should my poetry on demand, no less, be perfect? It's, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a little wonky. Some, there's other street poets out there who would disagree. Um, you know, there's, they would say that if they made a mistake, they would change the paper, you know, and they would go, and I'm just like, no, that's, for me, I, I, I like to think that there is, there's like, you're creating something on the page and it looks, and, it, and it, you gotta, you know, just gotta let it be what it is, you know, and that's kind of like the fun of 
like doing it on the page and then giving it right away. I do take pictures of it now, but I didn't used to. So um, I feel like some of them you have to like keep though. There are some that I that I have in the future kept. Um, I was kind of uh, I was I was in between about whether or not I wanted to keep them or not. But I decided that I do want to keep them because there's some other like there's some other like ways I would like to expand the content in order to reach them again, not just like from the one time we sat and typed and I did that for them, but you know maybe reading them or something online or doing something where I could cut it up, put it in a book, and you know actual street poetry where so then they can go by and see other people's street poems. Because I think people do tend to ask me the question of, like, do I ever write something twice? And I'm like, I wouldn't be able to remember that. Yeah, guys, you do, you do do it, like, right on the spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious to find out, like, how you're able to, on the spot, come up with these poems, which are sometimes short, sometimes long, you know, and they rhyme very well. Because I was trying to come up with some poems yesterday, and I was like, I can't. And I wasn't on the spot. I was like free to just, you know, I wasn't. I didn't have a person just like waiting there for their poem. <laughs> I I think so. Let's see. Sometimes you just end up doing something that just fits. Um, I started writing poetry way early in my life, so I think that the idea of always writing has been there. Um, I say that you're really not necessarily paying me for the poem as much as you're paying. For me to see you like most people just they want to be seen in that moment so you're like paying for my awareness in a way where like you'll ask me for a poem about one of the biggest poems about love right and so my question is like maybe I'll see your necklace or maybe I'll see your tattoo or maybe I'll see like in the way you said love to me and so I'm really just paying attention to your person first and then I'm trying to take all that information and then kind of give you back what you want you know I mean I do have a I I do tell people like you can tell me as much or as little as you want about the subject and then I kind of use I don't know it's like I recycle all my old baggage and like let and then kind of like use that stuff my experiences to then create something on the spot for them and you know, I just, so it's really kind of, it's like a co-creation, like, you know. Um, yeah, there's like a little piece of you in that poem and a little piece of the person. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Because, like, I mean, personally, like, I'm all about community and connection and things like that, so that's nice. Um, That makes me love my poem, I have from you, even more. Like, honestly, like, when I was, like, because, you know, you wrote a poem for yeah. me as I was, like, leaving work, and it was, like, an ode to, like, F my boss, like, <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I posted it on my personal page, and I'm, like, I love all of you, but, like, I gotta go because of some people, yeah. and, yeah, they thought it was hilarious. That's good. And I'm, like, yeah, I was, like, dude, I, like, love this thing. It's, you know, it's fun when you can kind of, like, when you can, because I, I feel like we all, we're so much... We're so much human, you know what I mean? Like we, we, we like we love, we hate, we cry, we, we, we feel a lot of the same things. There's just a lot of it is just different, you know what I mean? Whether or not you were leaving your CEO job at Google or you're leaving your you know clerk job at Kmart, you know you're leaving because you feel a certain way. So like I think that we all have to remember just like okay, there's that feeling of needing to go. And that's kind of runs through everybody. It's just maybe the setting is different. So you can kind of, so that's how I try to get to the, to the base feeling of what's going on here and then just have fun with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause that's, cause it's also like I'm playing, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, there's no, like, there's no, like, I have no boss hovering over me. I, I I'm getting paid to play. I've done this for like three, three, four years now. So um, yeah, I just, now I'm a little more laxed in my, in my, in my body to mm-hmm. allow myself to play. I also like the idea that like automatic writing is fun because then I get to find, sometimes I find, I write things that are original that I'm just like, where did I come up with that? Like, cause it, it just kind of comes out of you. And so 
you know, automatic writing is, is an old form. I mean, they've been doing it like, I don't, I think the Surrealists who were the one who coined it in like the 1920s, where they just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And that's like one of my favorite things is you get to write and then maybe you write 10 pages of trash, but you get six paragraphs of like really good, really stuff. good content. Yeah. And so like, I think that that's really like a lot of people are so worried about it being perfect the first time when nothing is I mean for me like I'm saying nothing's perfect the first time and I you know I kind of do my thing where you know I give it to you it's just you have to just I feel like you have to just trust what you're writing is for a reason whether or not you're not going to use all of it you will end up coming up to some idea because I don't know for me writing comes from some other place it's not just like it's not a it's not like some it's like channeling, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a very, like, woo-woo type, you know? Like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like it's not me. I'm a conduit, and I'm just, like, you know, going, just finding inspiration everywhere. Well, it's... I feel like, not to cut you off, but I feel like mm. most writers, for them, it's very, like, the act of writing is very spiritual. And it's out of, like, it's very, like, out of body, like. I remember, like, when I was in high school and I had this creative writing class, like, you know, the energy when you walked into that classroom was so much different than when I went into, like, say, like, math or something like that. And I remember my teacher, um, God, I love that man. He was such a great teacher. Um, he was asking, like, why do you write? Like, what is it for you? And the only thing that I could really come up with, I'm like, well, it's spiritual for me. Like, in a sense, like, writing and being able to get those words out is, like, my religion, I just you know, pray to paper and mm -hmm. a pen and not to a god. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think if you write and you have that connection to that medium, you know, like, then it's going to be spiritual. Like, some people, you know, do yoga. Some people chop wood and, and find, like, that meditation. It's like, you know, for me, it's 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 always been writing, you know, throughout my childhood, whenever things were, were tough or when I was a young adult when things were tough. I always went to the page. I always needed to like write it out um, and, and like continue to write it. I didn't realize what I was doing for so long was like trying to write my future. Like this is where I want to go. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And like in the moment, you don't really know. Like you're like, you're, you're, like in the moment, you like look at your journals and you're like, God, I've repeated the same thing mm -hmm. so many times. But then, you know, like I look at it now and I'm like, whoa, look at where I am. And it's like it's this whole time this is where I wanted to go. Like, I'm looking at journals from when I was 20. And I'm like, all I want to do is be a writer. <laughs> and like, and like, and you know, and that's kind of like, and it's so funny because now I am. Like, that's that's what I do is I, is I write for a living. And it's not like your traditional, like, I'm writing novels and I'm like, you know, a script writer. You know, I'm, you know, I'm like kind of this funky brand of writing and people come to me for words that maybe they can't express. So it's like, I'm like, cool. And, you know, it, it, it's, I've just taken all my, like, my, my, like, mud water that I've experienced and I've, like, turned it, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, like, in the process of making it, like, have reason. Mm -hmm. So would you say that, like, it's a combination of your own experiences and a combination of, like, whatever energy a person brings to you is, in a sense, what inspires your writing? It's like a combination of you and then whoever is in front of you at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it de it's definitely uh, it's definitely a collaboration. And then it's also, you know, my experiences through my life. And then how can I give to this person true emotion, like something that I've really felt, and at the same time give them whatever also they're looking for because you know you know like so if they want something that's more inspirational or they're funny or you know what I mean how do I take what that what they want and make it for them in that way and yeah so it's a lot of my like it's basically everything I've ever experienced you know and then how I how can I use that to connect to someone else because that's what we do we take our experiences we sit down you make friends through all these like connections of you know experiences you've had and then you find similarities you know what I mean it, I think it'd be very I think you could make friends with people who haven't had the same experiences but you're obviously going to be more connected to people who have mm -hmm. had a lot of the same experiences that you had or you know something like that similar similar 
Um, what is the story behind like the one million poems? Because if you look on your Instagram, you have like what poem number that is, and mm. then like out of a million. So that's um, something that was, uh, I want to say, it's kind of like it was a cool, fun story at the time. There's also a little bit of ego. Um, so I think um, I've actually not subscribed to that anymore. Um, the idea behind it was I wanted to write a million poems because I, if if I'm being all honest, I felt at the time if I wrote a million poems, I probably would have I would have wrote written more poems than anyone else in the history of poem writing, and then at that point I would be considered a great poet. And so the idea was it was like vanity, kind of like kind of also looking for validation to be someone who is a great poet or you know what I mean because I still want to be someone who is you know like a, a great poet but I also need to know that it's not qual it's not always quantity it's the quality. quality and it's also like it's it's crazy it's 33 poems a day for like 55 years um, and so I tried to write 33 poems a day for like a week and um, that is not sustainable it probably like drains the creative process a little bit because then it's just kind of like okay I have to write these 33 poems actually I'm gonna be honest with you it's not so much that it drains creative um, if writing those 33 poems in a week um, vastly expanded my vocabulary not 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 to be so I would I would say to anyone if you want to become a better writer or a better poem person um, try to write 33 poems a day and because it's practice you know what I mean it's just not it's just like the reason behind it was just it, it was cool in the beginning it didn't sit well with me now as I kind of like move forward into this more space of trying to show up for people because if, if I'm just concentrated about the number then I'm not really focused on like the person so I actually do number them now but that's actually got a whole nother reason on why I number them um it's going to be cool to go back and say, hey, maybe I wrote 50,000 poems in my life, and that'd be cool, because that would be like 50,000 people I've written poems for, mm -hmm. as opposed to a million poems I've written just over my life. It, it, I think it, I think overall, it's it's the idea of writing a million poems was, was the idea to write having a million connections. You know what I mean? Like making a million connections over the course of my life for people. You know, writing a million poems for people, that'd be insane. I would know a million people. Is, I wonder by the time we leave this earth whenever we do like that is kind of curious to see like how many people have we like genuinely met mm -hmm. you know not necessarily how many like friends we've had but how many people have we like genuinely like met that'd be interesting to uh, yeah I don't know yeah. I mean like what, what I, just, I guess it just really depends on what you mean by genuine you know what I mean like you know like who have you kept a connection with and Right. Who, like who who have you like overall been like is that by keeping in contact with them because I feel like I've generally met people on the street and written poems from them and even though I don't stay in contact with them like I've made a like I've made like a, um, I feel like just like a genuine connection more than just like a pass by or like a nod in the head but like oh hey how are you doing you know mm -hmm. the weather's like you know like that where you like you stop and you take a moment and you just have a small connection yeah you know I want a lot. I mean, you know, I would imagine over a lifetime, you've probably met a lot of people that, you know, at least, you know, but I think about it too. I mean, like, just like going back in life, all, you know, throughout, like, I just think about all the people that I don't remember from, you know, like being from like, say high school on, you know, and be like, wow. And then like you, and then you come up with like these moments in your life where you're just like you you like remember this moment with this person and like that was like but you weren't really like good friends but I'm just like wow you know it's like a memory and so I think overall it's kind of what I'm trying to create is like this tiny little memory that people won't forget because you know like I, I so luckily St. Pete is where I do all my stuff so I'm just thinking like but when I go other places and I write poetry on demand like you don't see that there um, there are street poets out there, but there's not a lot of us. There's not like, you know, there's not just like street poets, you know, like, you know, incorporated out doing poetry. And so people to get a poem for themselves, like written by someone else is like usually once, you know, you don't yeah. really, 
you don't really see it often maybe once to I would say unless you're living close to someone like once to maybe like a handful of times you know people would get that done and it's, so it's pretty yeah I think it's I, I think it overall I, that's, that's why I like doing it because it's not common no it's not I didn't know anything about street poets and I think I saw like one person on like a BuzzFeed video that was doing it and I was like oh wow that's so cool I'll probably never see that in my life and then yeah you popped up and so it's just kind of like wow okay yeah I've definitely taken it um I definitely I definitely like the idea of making it more like a thing um had a person text me yesterday that saw that was like Hey, after wrote me that poem, da 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 da, I started writing poems for people, and they're not like doing it on the street like I am, but they're now like taking, they're like accepting requests from like their family to write poems for them. I'm like, and you know, I've kind of like taken away the stigma of like it and not being able to share their poetry with with people, and I'm kind of feel like that. That's kind of my idea is to is to is to say like, hey, if you write poetry, um, it's good no matter what, and like someone will like it. Um, even if even if like a, a million people don't like it like if there's five people that like it and get something from it then that's worth it's it it's a good poem why a typewriter? Uh, that's simple um, there's no delete button and it would also be kind of weird for me to like be out in the street on a computer you know what I mean like um, but simply put I started collecting typewriters like 15 years ago um, I don't and I was just kind of writing poetry like the way it looked uh, I loved the way it felt. Um, you can't tab through 75 different things. You can't delete. Um, and I'm just like, I'm a sucker for vintage things. Like, I'm a sucker for all vintage materials. Like, um, the idea of me wearing like a vintage suit and then taking my typewriter to a wedding is like such a, uh, such a cool feeling because I get to like be this, um, I don't know, I need to be this character. I've always, so I've always liked the idea of acting. I thought that was really cool. So I like the idea of like, I love movies. So like, like being a character for me is kind of fun because then I get to kind of be this person. I moved around a lot when I was a kid. Um, That's very Libra of you, I just want you to know. <laughs> so I moved around a lot as a kid and I liked being new. I love being someone brand new, like always brand new. So like the character idea is really fun. I just... So yeah, the the um, so going out on a typewriter and being nice, you know, it's very attention grabbing because we're so used to computers these days. Like you don't really see typewriters mm -hmm. anymore. Like I don't remember the last time I saw a typewriter just in a store, um, and it's very attention grabbing because you're like, who is that person that has a typewriter? And then you kind of want to go up and be like, hey, like you know, what are you doing? What's up? Like, yeah, you know, but um, they're. It's funny because you might be a Virgo, but you give me such so much Libra energy. But there's this one book that I read that kind of like describes, you know, it's an astrology book, yeah. so it describes. And there's this one, they describe Libras as like the world is their stage. So basically the entire world is their stage that they play upon. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're just the main character of everything. And when you were talking about, you know, I like the characters and things like that, I was just like, wow. I was like, that's a big Libra energy right there. Well, I, I, the moon doesn't rule me, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, it's just like, it's a really fun, like, yeah, I just like, I just, I just, I just love the idea of what, what I'm kind of like creating, like this, you know, this person that, you know, my idea of a cool life is like, is like, you end up somewhere by doing what you like really want to do. Mm -hmm. And then, like, wherever that ends up. It would be so cool to just end up, like, on a pretty, you know, normal cul-de-sac and, you know, in the future. Um, but, like, m the vision of... But how I got there was, like, oh, that guy just used to set up on his typewriter on the street, you know, like, a couple days a week. And then he built Geo's type of his brand into something or his business into something that was, like, that got him here, you know. And I like the idea of never going, like... Uh, I was a very rebellious, like, school was never my thing. Like, I was very, like, not into, um, like, I had to, when I got in trouble, kind of follow the rules. But, like, overall, I was just not interested in, like, this. Yeah, I was just not interested in school. I was kind of more interested in the world. Like, 
and like people. So that's I think that that's really what it is. I like, I guess I like performing. You know, I you know something that I have just kind of been coming into to like understanding. I like that. I'm gonna keep the wedding idea in my yeah, mind, though. Please I do that. You know, um, no, everyone's getting poems for their birthdays now. Like, I'm a big birthday and like party, and like I do the gifts. Like, we make birthdays a big deal in my life. So if mm-hmm. you're in my life, your birthday is always going to be a big deal. Um, and I just, as you know, I'm doing this and exploring St. Pete more and the businesses and the creatives. I'm just like, wow, okay. So I know exactly what people are getting for their birthdays now, mm-hmm. and they're just getting a nice little St. Pete basket. None of my friends are allowed to listen to this podcast until their birthday has passed. <laughs> um, why ask for donations and instead of just having like a set price? Is it kind of like what you were saying earlier where you're really just like, in a sense, people are paying for your like attention and your awareness of them? So the whole idea between the donation has been, so there is a set price online mm-hmm. um, just because it's just easier for me to have a set price online. Um, and then, so the donation is because I don't want to turn anyone away. So like, I'm not opposed to someone being like, I have a dollar. I'm like, okay, cool, let's let's do it. You know, I've written poems for people who have no money and I was like, cool, whatever. Like, let's just, so the idea is not necessarily, I don't want Bushy to be so out of reach that like no one can have this experience. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, have someone not be able to experience that because they don't have like money, you know what I mean? And um, honestly, like for every person who gives me like two dollars, there's always someone out there who gives me a twenty or something like that. Like, I don't feel that it needs to be like, hey, it needs to be ten dollars. You know what I mean? I have other things in place, you know, set up that like feed my needs that I can always keep the poetry on the street donation based, mm-hmm. you know, like between events and doing like, you know, things like that. And then online poetry sales. And as I kind of like, ver- you know, venture out to other like merch and things like that, I'm always going to keep the poetry on demand donation because I just, I want people to like, I like the fact that people can get something, you know, wrote this poem for one time she didn't have any money it was a, just a birthday poem for her daughter who she hasn't seen in a while and she like cried I mean like I can never put money on that even if she didn't you know I mean that's just like a moment that I get to experience and be like I gave something to someone for you know for nothing and she, you know and then they get to maybe go experience this like moment with their child mm-hmm. um, and that's so cool you know, that's just like, so it doesn't have to be, um, you know, I mean, I like the, I like business. I, I you know, I enjoy trying mm-hmm. to create like what can geotypos be, but I also understand that I want to give. I love to give. I'm a huge fan. Of, like I used to send like in the beginning and even now, like I used to send out tons of mail for free. And even now, like people who. I've like people who have seen me in the in the past and like taken pictures of me and then posted it and like oh I couldn't stop because I was doing something you know like I messaged this person online like a couple weeks ago I was like hey that's so cool that you you know took a picture of me what's your address I'll send you some poetry in the mail because I've just got stacks of poetry sitting in my house so like why like I don't want to keep it and I want to get it into the world so like for me to put it put put a bunch of poems in in like in like a in an envelope put a like a stamp on it and send it to someone like you know we're creating i'm creating i want to create moments not not like push those away not like transactions yeah you know what i mean so yeah that's really it you know overall just i want to make sure that everyone has the ability to come get a poem if they want you should look into turning those extra poems that you have possibly into stickers that's a cool idea. Never thought about that. Some of them are a little long though. It's a big. Maybe like your smaller ones, mm-hmm. like the like just the few line ones, because that'd be cool. I, like I know personally, I would buy a ton. I have a huge sticker collection already. Mm-hmm. Like my goal is to just have stickers from all of the artists in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like I'm halfway there already. That's good. Like I, I just mean... get mail all the time, and they're like, "Is it stickers again?" And I'm like, "No." People love stickers. I, I love them. I stick them everywhere. I, I mean. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, I buy stickers like probably weekly, and I just hand them out. Like I'm like, oh, you don't want them? Like, I'm like, I don't buy stickers to sell them. Like some, you know, some people do. You know, some fifty fifty cents, and that's fine. Um, I'm just like, like I said, I like to give stuff out. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. It's probably, it's, it's probably my. Um, it's not very business savvy, but I don't really care. It seems to be working for you. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's, it's like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Like you know, st- you know, you're, me giving out a hundred stickers in a week is better than me trying to sell fifty cent stickers. You know, for you three give weeks. a sticker with a poem. Yeah, I mean, I give a stickers like when I'm at the market. Usually, when I get stickers made and I just hand them out, people will, like people will like walk by and be looking at me, and I'm like, hey, you want a sticker? And it works because like I didn't even think about that, but like. I just handed these two, three people stickers out and they found me online. They're like, I want to get a poem from you. You just handed me this sticker. You didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah, just, that's just like, I'm very gregarious. I love like hosting. So like, you know, even in my family, like I love cooking big dinners and like having everyone come to the table, you know, very, very like wanting to serve too. Mm-hmm. So serve, perform, all this stuff. Big Big Libra energy. How does it feel like I don't I don't know if in the past you've had like merchandise, but you're coming out with t-shirts, you have this like book that you're releasing. How does it feel now to kind of have like in a sense like merch out there? Um, it feels good. I mean, like I think like so I signed a six-month contract with Smith and Associates Realty Company, who um essentially paid me for six three-hour portions of poetry to do in on Beach Drive. And so it was a nice, it was, it was a good, so I was able to use that money and like start putting it into other things such as like merchandise and books and stuff and like pay for people to help me out, um, like kind of get these things in rolling. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, a, I'm at a space now where I just decided I needed to either, I need to either expand um, or die. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's just like, I, I, these are things that need to start happening in order for me to like really be growing, you know, in a way that I, that I want to grow. So yeah, I mean, it feels really good because, um, I've got t-shirts out now and I've already had, like, I, you know, dropped them and then people were like, yeah, I want a t-shirt, you know what I mean? And these are people that I haven't really you know, some of these people haven't really spoken to in quite a long time. I see them and like, you know, it's not like they, you know, once you get a po- one poem from me, it's not like you're not going to, it's kind of like a one and done thing for some people and then that's cool. But like, yeah, people will buy your t-shirts, they will buy your book and um, it feels good. It also feels good because there's like a little bit of momentum now because like this book is, that I'm releasing now is mainly old like first poems that I wrote on the street. There's a couple poems in there for other people, but it's mainly for it's mainly for um, um, it's mainly poems for myself. And then as and then each month I'm gonna start releasing like a poetry book from all the markets that I do. So like the poem you got from me will end up being in like a a, a poetry a street poetry book. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think more people need to see that poem. Right, so I think that that's the idea. The idea is like, okay, cool, like now each month I can just release a street poetry book and it just will be like, you know, and, and it will kind of look like um, at Meso Market, you know, poem number one, date this, title, you know, that. And then so people can then like go and see their book and I also want to do that with Spotify as well so you can hear it. So like you can be like, oh, check it out, this guy wrote a poem for me. You can put it on Spotify so you can listen to it. When there's, you know, you got a craft day or whatever. And that, is that just going to be like you reading these poems? Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work with someone who's going to, who's, and then I'm going to try to put like some light music in the back. Just something that's like, so it's not just me like reading poems and then like silence. It's like, like, you know, maybe some saxophone. It's like a mood. Yeah, it's yeah. a mood. I like the idea of like jazz behind it, you know what I mean? I something like that low too. level. And you're like, but mainly just something that's, um, I've always wanted to do, like, I've always loved the idea of, like, you know, making music, but that's not, that's not my, um, I like the, I've always liked the idea, so the idea of, like, reading out my poetry and putting it on Spotify kind of, it kind of really lights me up, so the idea of just really putting more and taking up more space and seeing what can happen, um, is, it's fun, it's, it, it kind of, it makes, it makes it brings new 
ideas into the mix. So expansion is cool. Yeah. Do you use like music at all to like help you get into the mood like for writing? Uh, yeah, I mean, it just really depends. Like, um, you know, sometimes I'll listen to just like ambient music and then I'll kind of write. Um, lately, I haven't really been listening to any music while I write, but I'm a big fan of like ambient or jazz or rap. I mean, I listen to everything country, like old country sometimes. Like, it, it's just like anything that I like, you know, then I used to listen to uh, this um, thing called the Mysterious Universe. They talk about, like, um, it's on Spotify. They talk about just, like, plant sentience and, like, mystical things. And so, like, I really draw my inspiration from just, like, a lot of different places. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just ambient music is probably, I would say I'd listen to a lot of, like, lo-fi hip-hop chill or, yeah. like, lo-fi samurai Hip hop chill, yeah, it's pretty, pretty oh, cool stuff. Look into that. Yeah, and and then and then like and then oh, classical. I have like tons of classical vinyls I listen to. Something about classical music, especially Russian classical music, very emotional, um, and that's like it kind of great for like heartbreak love poems. Yeah, or just like really like you can hear the story in the classical music as well. So I think that that's like another you know so. I'm gonna listen to a lot of words. I'm a big, huge fan of rap, like old rap, mm-hmm. even new rap now. Um, I just like the idea of like, I don't know. It's maybe it's because it's like instrumental, and then like, and then like rap. I like the idea of, I like lyrical. I like I like things that are very lyrical, wordplay, mm-hmm. kind of you know making, you know, um, just like putting you know juxtaposition with things that just like like you're like oh wow that was like that was pretty cool. Um, with words and stuff, so I listen to it a lot, a lot of different stuff. So you should try. So I like the genre is like weird because it's kind of called like epic music, and mm. it's the music that you would like they would put into like action movies or like think Lord of the Rings or like like fantasy like that. And um, that is what I will use sometimes when I'm stuck because there's something about this like this music playing in your head that you really only hear like in the movies or like I'm really big into soundtracks on movies um, Mm -hmm. or like anything and that's like I'll use that sometimes because there's something about that that just like gets your blood pumping and you're like oh here's all the creativity so yeah so I definitely have listened to uh, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack that's a Uh, beautiful soundtrack there's there's an elves song on there and then there's also I listened to the um, Last Samurai soundtrack with uh, the Tom Cruise movie um, you know, something about like Dude, that soundtrack, like just thinking about it like makes my like heart kinda like stop and my eyes tear up a little bit. Like that was thing That's a great movie. Yeah. And then like that also that like and then just like I don't know, just the kind of simple this the simple the simplicity of the music and just like listening it's a very it's a meditation. It is so like so like um you know, yeah, I listen to it I listen to it all. Like it's you know I think that's that's like where I draw most of my inspiration is just like kind of like listening to music, um, hearing words, like word, you know, just hearing words, having moments, uh, and then also I'm a big fan of like, like um, like sound bowl, med- like sound bowl oh, healing, yeah. you know, you know, like a lot of my stuff is 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 is, is like depth stuff, like uh, you know, it's you like you gotta like feel it. Yeah, I gotta feel it. Like it doesn't like most of my stuff is not like. I'm not like, some people think I'm like a dictionary or like I read like thousands of books all the time. Like that's not who I am. I do look through the dictionary and I look through a thesaurus for different words. I'm a big fan of like words or like etymologies where things come from. Um, But a lot of stuff is mainly emotional. You know, it's like, it's very like, like I'm trying to feel this, this, this like, I'm trying to feel this thing. Like, how do I feel? Like, what's the emotion? And then I write it from there. It's it's less it's less um, it's like less academic. I mean, I think that's like the best way I could put it. It's not like me putting words down and then like you know, it's me trying to like really like get still in myself and really feel what I'm trying to say. Like you know, no no tears in the author, no tears in the reader. I mean, I've heard that yeah. and I feel that that's really real. Do you have any singing bowls? Uh, um, I don't. My wife has the whole set. Nice. She, she does. She actually does. Um, 
she did a class up in Georgia when we were living up there, and she did, like, a sound bowl healing. Um, But, yeah, I like, you know, I love all that stuff. And just, like, kind of, like, imagine just playing a singing bowl, and then you just... Yeah, well, usually I'm just, like, I I space out. Like, I have no idea where I go. You know, I mean, like, most things, like, especially when you do meditation, you just really... Yeah. no, No idea where you're going, but those are some, you know, when you have... Like that. And then I have, and then, you know, dreams are fun too. Like you can remember your dreams. It was a good place to be. I don't want to remember any of my dreams. I don't know what I'm doing before I go to bed to have some of the weird dreams that I have. But what other advice do you have for other young poets or like kids and teenagers who see you just doing this, like these street poets and might have like creative writing aspirations? Like what advice do you have for, um, those those kids on how to like start or how to just even explore there well i would just start that's like that's the first part so i would just write um write your little heart out you know like literally like to try to look at the automatic writing and then see how that goes and then also remember like um for me the idea has so if you were to look at like i go back to the percentages idea like how many people you need to like really like if you look at it you really only need like a thousand people to really like your stuff. You know, there's a book that was written uh, by, by, by Tim Ferriss, I think it was like a thousand true fans. I've never read it, but I've always, but someone told me like that I was kind of talking to someone. I was like, I don't need like a thousand people to really like, she's like, oh, read that book. I'm like, no, I don't know what that is. But I've always known that I didn't need a lot of people to like what I do. So like for my things, like if you want to be a creative writer or if you want to be a poet or if you want to do something in that, in like that, in, in a modality that is art, you remember you need like 0.000005%, you know, like 1% of the population to like what you do. It's such a small, there's a, there's, there's a million people in Tampa Bay, you need a thousand, you know what I mean? Like if a thousand people, you know, buy your book at $8, you know, like that's $8,000, you know what I mean? So like, if you look at it that way, you can really begin to realize that like start and start building and also it takes time like this is like three four years like mm-hmm. don't think like you're gonna write a poem and then tomorrow someone's gonna share it and then like you know you're gonna be a big hit it's not like you know what i mean like most of these writers who you see are out are you know that have had big successes you know maybe put 50 things out before they did that you know i've written almost 3500 poems on the street and and like yeah, I had some, I had some, like, it was good in the beginning, but it was tough. And then, like, and now, finally, you know, after, like, three years, 3,500 poems later, things are starting to kind of come together. So, I would say, don't worry too much about the time, because, like, um, I've never really thought about, like, I need to be here by then. Also, I would do, like, I, you know, like, I still do other jobs to make, to make my ends meet. So, like, I'm not... I'm not like fully um, living off of the you know my poetry endeavors quite yet. So the idea is figure out something that you can you know that you that can like suit meet your needs you know and continue to do what you got to do in order to make it make make it happen. Like so if you so for me like I try to figure out like three four days during the week I'm doing poetry at certain markets. You know, and then during the week, I you know I do my other job, which is basically I drive Uber during the day, and and then I and then I make that money, and then I can kind of I work on creating relationships with people who want to hire me. So it's like a really, it's like this like little game that that you have to like play in order to you know kind of take it. So my idea is like over the next five years, which will be eight nine years into it. I can probably I want to create like a thousand people that like my stuff and then I can maybe do like a subscription thing where um, people then pay a certain amount of mon- mon- money each month or we figure out or I figure out something like you know just getting to that idea of a thousand fans where then you know and then each month I could drop something or you know that's kind of like the idea because you, you I don't need to make a ton of money to live a good life, you know? Mm-hmm. I can be very okay making a median salary, but also all I'm doing is 
writing poetry all the time. Doing you know something I mean? you love, yeah. Yeah, and then creating my own art and then kind of like being there. I, you know what I mean? So I don't, you know, I don't need all the glitz and the glamour, but I think that that, you know, not saying it wouldn't be fun, but I don't, you know what I mean? That's not the point. The point is to like, I'm free. I like the idea is like, I'm free. Like I'm autonomous. Like I, I like, you know, I haven't had like a normal job in quite some time where like I have to be somewhere. Like I get to kind of, I get to like do, I kind of get to do what I want, you know what I mean? And figure out my own, you know what I mean? So a lot of that. So yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about like, you know, just start, start putting it out there. Cause that's, that's the next step is like, you can't like write stuff and then never put it out there. Yeah, hide it away from people. It's yeah. nice now because there's like social media and I love seeing like all of the like Instagram poets. Mm-hmm. You know, and like poetry is like a really big thing on Instagram now where you just have people who are putting their poems out there um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get their poetry. And I think, uh, what is her name? Uh, there's one poet who started out on Instagram and now she has like books and she's traveling around. And I can't think of her name right now, but she started out on Instagram. Was it Milk and Honey that she wrote? Yes. Oh, the one, Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you know, for her, I mean, I think she was in school for to be a lawyer. And then she was like, and she was like, um, yeah. And then she just decided to do poetry, and and or she was doing poetry at like open mics, and people were like, "Where can I get your book?" And then, you know, she went that way. So I think like, you know, you you just kind of like you never really know, you know. Like for me, you know, I was working at Tesla before I was before I was, um, you know. So that was kind of like the I was there for six seven eight months before I was there and I just didn't like the idea of working at this I was assistant technician I was a technician's assistant so I was like a glorified like uh, a valet um, basically I would pick cars up drop them off and they would teach me a little bit about the cars the whole the idea was like in years I would become a technician or I'd become something in the company you know and and it was great. I mean, the people were really nice. Um, it was long days, 10-hour days, mandatory 50 hours. And then, you know, you do like... 50 hours? 50 hours, yeah. How is there even that much time? Like, just to like think, what could you do in 50 hours? Well, I would get there at 7, and then I would... And then I would um, um, my day basically started at 4, and I would go... And, like, that was that was me. I would... Because I would get up at, like, 4, 4.30... I would shower, get ready, and then I would go to this place called Caffeine Roasters over in Tampa, and I would write poetry for about an hour, and then I would go into work at seven, and I would basically my I would clean cars and then pick up other people's Teslas, drop off valet Teslas so they could have a, a car while they didn't have their car was getting fixed. Sometimes I would you know do these drives like four or five times a day. Uh, sometimes I would drive four hours in one direction and have to come back. So. You know, just it really depends, uh, and then uh, and then a lot of it was kind of just finding your own work, like clean cleaning up the um, the warehouse and stuff like that. But it was a cool job. I had really really benefits. The pay was uh, it was good because I got a lot of overtime, um, but it just wasn't what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? So like, I have no ill will against Tesla. I thought it was a great company. That's I've always wanted to work there and, mm-hmm. and be in that like atmosphere. It just wasn't what was calling you. No, I always wanted to write. You know, I mean, I was I, I kind of felt always like kind of like the odd the odd man there. Yeah. So like I was just like there was just like there was just something more. There was something not. There was something bigger calling me. I felt like that was like bigger to my soul. You know what I mean? Because it was just like because I definitely would have been better off financially had I stayed at Tesla. Yeah. You know now, but ten years from now, I don't know. Yeah, I mean before. I gave my all into this. I was at Starbucks and I wanted to run a store and be a store manager. And I, you know, I love Starbucks. Um, but there was always something like more, like I always wanted to do something more. Like I grew up, my dad had a small business. I ran his company for some time. And so I was just like, am I at like, when I decided to leave, I was just kind of like, I love working at Starbucks. I love the people that I'm here with. You know, I, you know, I believe in the product, but I'm just not happy here anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I can't do it. 
And eventually I was just like, you know what? Yeah, like I, I toyed up with quitting all the time. Oh, that's all I talked about. And then when I finally quit, I was like, oh, well, this is why I finally decided to do it. Because physically I was like, oh, well, I need Starbucks. But spiritually, it's just like your spirit calls you to something completely different. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a while for those two to link. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm 34 now. So like I was 29 when I left. You know, like, I also have go a lot of credit to, like, my wife at the time. She, you know, she was start, She started her business when I started Tesla. And then and then finally she was like, I think it's time you leave Tesla. Because, like, you really don't, you really don't want to do that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and then she, and then she kind of, like, we, we've kind of balanced between going back and forth between, you know, like, she does well in her business now. So she helps me out. Um, you know, when I obviously when I have better months, we, we kind of balance that out. But yeah, I mean, without her, you know, I mean, it, it, it's a very, it's a, I don't know what the story looks like. Um, it's, it's a lot of like, our relationship allowed both of us to like, grow. Um, because we were able to lean on each other, I think. So yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like, you know, I go back to the, the thousand fans thing or the thousand people like it, like it's just such a small amount of people that you need to really like enjoy what you do and have like and like kind of share that like like that passion that that like they're like, hey, what you're doing is good. I'm going to, you know, I want to support you. And it's such a small number. And I'm and I'm out here, you know, I'm like, I don't see why I can't create that type of like, like, why can't I create something for myself? over the next like you know 10 15 20 years that's that's like that I did for it's it doesn't have to be big it just it has to it be has to, has to be mine yes and I, and, and, and I like because it's because that's I think that's where like that's where it makes that very makes that's where it like fills you up mm-hmm. you know and so yeah I mean I'll, I'll, so I, I definitely get like why most people do like my small business is so gratifying. It's also like a super big hustle, you know what I mean? Like it, it definitely has its moments where it's like not everything is like, you know, so, you know, because entrepreneurism is, is so, um, it's so in right now. Yeah. So, I mean, but like, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't really necessarily always feel like doing, but in the end, like the, the juice is totally worth the squeeze. It is, especially, like, when you've, like, worked so hard for something, like, for you, like, it's, like, you know, in a sense, your book, like, now you've gone from just, you know, in a sense, like, at markets or, like, in front of businesses, ready street, or now you're, like, okay, well, all of that has led me to where, like, now I have this book, Mm -hmm. you know, now I'm launching a book. Yeah, and it's cool, and it's, like, and, you know, and the thing is, is, like, I can self-publish, so that's really cool, and I don't have to, like, worry about, like, you know, getting, you know, getting other people to like my stuff and publish it that way so there's just so many options now I feel like to be successful um, that if you do want to start something and you think it has some merit to become like a, a, like a, a, a successful business you know there's a lot of tools you know what I mean like I'm you know I mean I realize now like I'm like, I, I almost feel a little bit behind. Not not like I feel behind, but I'm like, wow, I should have just launched this stuff so long ago and I would have been so much more ahead. But it took time. I had to learn a lot of stuff. I, I, I really had to like figure out like, you know, I had to kind of step back from, we went to Georgia, I had to step back a little bit and be like, is this what I want to do? Like, man, I'm at the markets all the time. I'm like feeling like, you know, how am I going to grow this? Like, and it was a lot of like, um, there's no fear, you know, I like it, you know, you know, feeling, feeling like kind of just like, cause it's a lot, you got it's, it's all yours. So you, yeah. you just, you know what I mean? So, and then finally when I, when we did move back from, from Georgia and we came here, I was like, it's all or nothing now. Like I'm here and I'm like here to stay and this is what I want to do. Cause I had to actually leave to see how great the city yeah. was and how like much they supported me and how much I really did love St. Pete. Um, but it was also going to Georgia for like six, six, seven months was actually really fantastic because I realized how much I did not want to live on a farm. Yeah, this last trip we went to, you know, I definitely saw way more than I think I've seen in my small lifetime of our, some of our states. So like, you know, we 
touched base in Tennessee and then, you know, we saw some of like Missouri and, you know, coming back in, you know, I had passed through Georgia, which was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it made me miss home. I'm like, God, like this wouldn't be happening in St. Pete. Like our roads are better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I like, I was just like, God, I'll never ever complain about St. Pete again. No. Yeah. I mean like overall, even my car missed it. <laughs> I, well, that's true. I mean, definitely. I mean, you don't get, but yeah, I mean, St. Pete's just got a vibe, and it's definitely it's definitely a good place to be if you want to. I think personally, if you want to come and like start something like creative and, and like do small business, because there are so many so many small businesses. I mean, I could just rattle off a list of like forty people who have like supported me on, along the way. You know what I mean? Like from Intermezzo to Craft Cafe to Black Road Coffee to Keep St. Pete Lit to like I mean like if I'm not naming you, you don't hear this. Like don't you know be upset, but like there is just a laundry list of people who are like, oh, cool, you know what I mean? Like, they see what you're doing, and if you, like, have some consistency with it, they want to, like, be, they want to be a part of it. They, they love seeing people, like, I think, succeed. I think, and I think that's kind of, like, the cool thing about St. Pete is that you, like, I can just set up my little typewriter on, on the pier, and, like, you know, by the end of the night, like, 10, 15 people will have been, like, this is so cool. There's not a crazy competitive energy, I feel like, here in St. Pete. Like, everyone really wants to see each other, like, grow. Because they realize if we're all growing, then in general, everyone's succeeding. Because, like, everyone that we talk to is always, like, really receptive and really kind. I've never, in a sense, had, like, a really bad experience. No, I mean, I think think there is a lot of, like, community over competition here. Um, Obviously, there's always going to be a little bit of competition. But, like, for the most part, like... I don't, like, set up my typewriter station in front of businesses that I don't, like, have a relationship with. So I don't, like, really... So I kind of, like, actively choose which businesses I want to go to. Like, I don't... I'm not going to, like... You know, like... Obviously, I'm not setting up my typewriter in front of, like, Walmart or, like, Target. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big... I'm, like, I... All the people that I go through that I use um, to, like from helping me get my book together to my stickers to everything that I do is all sourced locally. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, no, I don't, I didn't, I didn't even have an Amazon account until I, I like set up my book. Like I had to like set up an Amazon account cause I've never used like, like Amazon. So everything I buy is like, you know, like I walk down the street to the Sands market and I get my razors from there. Like, it's just like, it's just like so everything like I love the idea of like my money just circulates through the community yeah and it stays here or at least goes to people that I know and you know that's why like you know like I've always liked the idea of um like it's so cool like let's be St. Pete famous like let's be like like everyone knows you in St. Pete and like St. Pete famous is not like you know it's not like it's not like oh I want to be like see me I'm famous it's like no, St. Pete Famous is just, like, you know everybody that's, like, from here, and as a community, it's, like, you know, it's, like, you got friends, mm-hmm. you all, like, kind of, like, it's, like, everyone's spending money on, on for, with everyone else to, like, keep the community, like, keeping the community yeah. alive, and that's really cool, like, I would, I love the idea of St. Pete Famous, and then when you leave St. Pete, like, no one knows me, and that's, that's, that's exactly what, like, like, feels good, because I feel at home here. And like, you know, you walk down the street like, oh, hey, you know, what's going on? And, you know, you know, my wife says, she's like, wow, he's, she's like, you know, just so many people. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, like, but that's kind of like who I am in a sense. There's like nothing I love more than like going into a market and people be like, St. Pete is super cool. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, you got, you know, it feels good when people like, when people like recognize you, you know, when people see you and stuff. So I, I really like. I'll never, if I ever do decide to, like, maybe venture back to, like, you know, Georgia to, like, have, the only thing I could ever see is, like, having, like, a small little, like, getaway writer's cabin, but I'm, I'm here to stay in St. Pete, like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, you know, even, you know, that's just kind of, like. You're gonna have to leave us another neighborhood poet if you decide you gotta go. Saint Pete can't I, be without a neighborhood. Poet. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't plan on. I don't plan on ever really leaving. Like, I, I definitely want to like buy here. I want to stay here. I want to create here. Like, I like. I got a lot of friends here. You know what I mean? Like, I have a lot of like friends, acquaintances, people who are just like trying to do really cool stuff, and mm-hmm. I like like being a part of that. 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there's other communities like that and I haven't found them. Um, and yeah, St. Pete's, St. Pete's like, it's, you know, I mean like overall Tampa Bay is pretty much becoming, um, well known. I mean, we're, you know, we almost won everything, you know, sports wise this year. Um, you know, we basically won everything. Um, and you know, the city seems to be booming. People are moving here. Like, um, what I see is, yeah, I just see, I just see a lot of growth and I, I really like being a, a part of that growth. Yeah. And I like seeing all my friends do well too. It's just, it's, I think that's really what it is. It's overall, it's just seeing like businesses open, staying open, you know, just people, people like out here walking. I mean, God, who would have ever thought like St. Pete would be like just, you could walk up to 28th now and there's like restaurants and stuff like that. wasn't like that like, like 10 years ago. No, I remember being a kid and you, we did not come down here. I was not allowed to come down to downtown St. Pete, you know, cause it wasn't considered safe. And now my sister is 16 and she just runs all over the place. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, I'm like, if, when I was your age, I, I, I literally couldn't do that. It just wasn't safe. Yeah, you just you just didn't, like, yeah, because, I mean, just 10 years ago, like, it's not that I didn't, I didn't feel safe coming over here, it's just that there was just nothing here. You know, there was just, like, you know, I mean, I think the Peace of Mind smoke shop is probably the longest standing thing, along with, like, maybe the chiropractor store, the, you know, the community chiropractor, and... I don't know, Leafy Greens maybe has been here quite some time, but that was like it, you know what I mean? I mean, um, there was a wine shop that used to be there, but that went out of business. But for the most part, like you just didn't, you said a lot of people just didn't come this way. And now, like, you know, my friend's opening the Twisted Indian um, on like um, on Central. And like, I'm so cool, I've been seeing, watching, I've been seeing him, you know, I've known him for quite some time. We now. love that picture. Like, Lakesh is so cool. and yeah. he's, and he's opening a business and like a like a storefront up here and like you you just like like I said like ten years ago you, you wouldn't have sent, seen someone trying to open something up like that far down on Central at least um, so now I feel like it's just like the expansion of like people are coming and things are doing a lot well. of diversity too yeah I mean it's not it's not just like yeah I mean there's a lot of different types of stuff I mean I would say that St Pete is like a foodie drinky town oh yeah it's a very like, oh yeah. But um, but it's just cool to see a bunch of people opening businesses, you know, thriving. People are doing what they want to do, and yeah, I want I like that's that's why I want to stay here. You know, so I, if you know, if you ever want to, you know, you can go to like, like I said, I lived in Blue Ridge, Georgia, for like about seven to eight months. Um, I love the town. I had some friends up there, but it just wasn't. It wasn't your vibe. It wasn't my vibe. 10,000 people in the middle of the farm. You know, I like, I, I, you know, my idea of a good day is, you know, hit up the beach for a few hours and then like drive down to the town, drive downtown with my sandals and like kick some poetry to people and hang out. Like, you know, you just weren't doing that where I was and, you know, I need water. I need, I need to be close to the ocean. One of the like main questions I like to ask like creators like yourself is you know for artists it's if you could give like one painting away who would it be but if you could give a poem to anyone in the world who would it be? Hmm. I think it'd be my grandfather you know he, he passed away before I really went down this road um, I wrote him he was the first person I wrote a poem for when I was nine uh, I wrote a poem to him for his birthday and he cried and like I think that imprinted on me like something that was like you know it was like it was like you know this big you know at the time you know he was 6'2 he was a big guy but at the time you know I was small so he was like mm-hmm. this big Italian man who just like kind of like was like the I don't know he was like the ether of everyone he kind of kept everything together mm-hmm. in our family and I would love to be able to give him a poem now um, to see, like, hey, like, look what I did, you know, with this, like, thing that I started, you know, like, when I was nine. You know what I mean? This thing that I decided to, like, I'm going to write Papa poem. That was my grandfather's thing. And so, like, you know, I was writing a poem, and he loved it. My grandmother still has it Aww. framed. And 
And so, like, I would give him one now because I think it would be – he was a teacher for 31 years. He was a superintendent of high school in Piscataway, New Jersey. Um, and I think, like, he would, he would really enjoy, like, kind of, like, what I've decided to do with my life as opposed to um, – because it was a very undecided at the time. Like, I, I didn't – like, I wasn't really in the school. I was working a lot of restaurant jobs. And, you know, he didn't get to see this. So definitely be him. And we were close. Took me to all the Lethal Weapon movies when I was like four or five years, six years old. You know what I mean? Like he was like, you know, Rated R was not a thing, you know, for, in his mind. You know, he just, he kind of wanted to go see him. He loved movies. I have like a huge nostalgia for movies because of him. Like my wife is, I'm like, you want to go movie? She's like, no. And I'm like, I'm like, she's like, nothing's good. I'm like, I don't care if nothing's good at I just want to go see a movie. Like, we can go see a crappy movie. It's okay. Like, I really hope, like, if movie theaters don't make it, like, I'm gonna, like, my vision is to be so big that I can just open up a movie theater. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, there's something about going to see a movie in a movie theater um, that, that, like, is, like, childhood for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would be my grandfather. I would, I would give him one. I love that. That's a, that's a nice answer. I love that. Um, thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, I love talking to the people in the city who are in a sense like creating the fabric that is uh, downtown St. Pete. So it's it's definitely nice to get to talk to the faces behind the Instagram page. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.